everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey everyone, and welcome back for another episode of the That Lux Life podcast. Today, we're actually going to be talking about a very important and big topic, and one thing that everyone's always surprised that I do, and that is working two full-time jobs and how you can do it yourself. Some people like to say you can't have your cake and eat it too, you can't do it all. Well, I'm here to tell you that if your Lux Life is to do it all and you want to work two full-time jobs and not have your side hustle stay as your side hustle but become its own business itself, I'm here to tell you there is a way to do it. It comes back to time management as well as just setting your goals. So to kind of give you a little bit of background of how I do it, since I started blogging, I started blogging as my side hustle. Back in college, years ago, where I was trying to go to school to get my master's, as well as working as a grad assistant, as well as running my blog. So at that point, I was also working a couple of side jobs where I was also student teaching, or not student teaching, substitute teaching. I was substitute teaching as well as I was picking up these small shifts, um, doing administrative work on campus outside my grad assistantship. So there was a lot going on. So at that time, my blog business, my online business was just starting to flourish and it was my side hustle. But as I delved more and more into it, I decided I wanted to grow it. But I also didn't want to leave the career that I'd set myself up for when it came to my my education. I went to school to become a teacher. I got my master's in English creative writing. So I wanted to continue writing. I wanted to continue teaching. I wanted to explore that career path and have that bring in income, especially as I was just growing my business. I didn't know where it was gonna go and I didn't wanna have some kind of safety net there. So I actually started doing a full-time teaching job. I full-time taught for three years while also working my blog business. So at that time, I will stay with somewhat more of my side hustle, but I was doing more and more work every year than compared to what I was doing when I was working as um, a grad assistant in school. So then I decided after I had my son that it was time to leave teaching, it was more of a decision not because of my blog business, but after I went on maternity leave, I just couldn't bear the thought of leaving my son and putting him in daycare at the time. Um, I went to stay home for the first year of his life or the first couple years of life, take a break and maybe find an at-home job if I needed to. So at that point, after I decided I'm gonna stay home, I decided to pick up my blog business full time. And it's since then has been flourishing. But at that time, again, I was doing motherhood. I was being a stay-at-home mom, as well as working my blog business. There was no other full-time job. But I think I missed some time that I wanted to do things, so I went and got another full-time job because I liked that safety net, the safety net I had with my business when I was teaching, and for some reason, I just couldn't let it go. But then after, after a year or two, which I am now, I realized I don't have to let it go unless I want to. 
So right now I work a remote job as a sales marketing administrative assistant, as well as working my blog full time. So when I say I'm working two full time jobs, that means within the week I am committing 40 hours to the job where I am employed, as well as the full my full time job as my online business where I employ myself and I am my own boss. I find time to do that. I sometimes multitask and it's all about trying to build that up having that double income and that's the biggest thing for you but also just if it's more for your comfort which it is for me of having my blog business putting my creative passions into it as well as still having that safety net sunday down the line i may you know just go to my blog business full time but right now i am making it work as having two full-time jobs so anytime i talk to somebody about this they're always like how do you do this how do you work full two full-time jobs i can barely keep up with one i could i could not imagine being a mom having a relationship i am married and working two full-time jobs there's there's not enough time in the day there is, and it's all about being strategic about it. And I will say that though many be thinking, oh, well, she probably doesn't spend time with her family and she's ignoring her son. That is not true whatsoever. It's about multitasking, being strategic about it, and balancing. So one thing I wanna start with when it comes to if you are looking to work full-time to two full-time jobs, and you wanna, maybe you're, right now you're working a full-time job, you're employed, and you have an online business, and you're like, you know what, I'm not ready to give up my day job, I still wanna take my side hustle to the next level though. There is a way to do that, and that all starts with also task management. So the one thing that I do is I actually use a task management system. I have also a calendar as well as a planner. All of this organization and task management has helped me to be able to do all the things I need to do, keeping them organized without sacrificing time for myself for self-care moments, family time, as well as time to build on my relationship. So the first thing that I actually use personally, and there's a, a bunch of them out there, I use a task management system called ClickUp. ClickUp has a lot of automation, has a lot of features and a lot of things that will help you move through your business and through your tasks. Um, as well as sharing those tasks if you are outsourcing in any way without sacrificing or without having to do a lot of things manually. I wouldn't say sacrificing, you're doing things manually. So for example, I have on my, my ClickUp, my tech management system, I have main categories that fall under partnerships, financing, overall management, as well as um, things like my blog and social media. And within them, I have categories. So one example for a category within the large thing is if I'm in my partnerships um, main section, my categories may be the partnerships and brands that I'm working with themselves. And in, in those, those sub-partnerships, sub so say for example, I'm working with Wendy's by some chance, I may have what are the deliverables I'm giving and what are their due dates. So those due dates, what they'll do is they'll automatically assign those tasks to me. I can add in the due dates that happen and they will send reminders to my email, to my phone as a notification or text me. Of course, you can turn them off on, as, on and off as you need to and you can also create dependencies. Another thing that I do, so for example, with this podcast, I have a podcast section, I have a guest speaker section. If any time there is a guest that's going to come on, instead of me manually entering all the information, I actually can send a form. A form allows them to set up their information, put in their name, what topic they want to talk about, so on and so forth. And there actually is an automation behind it that will let them fill out the form 
Once they fill it out, it creates a task for me that actually sends out the emails to start scheduling and then it adds to my calendar and the next thing I need to do is just interview them. So all of those minuscule mental tasks that I was doing, such as creating the task, sending the emails, setting up my calendar, arranging it and doing that back and forth is minimized just in those tasks. So if you can get tools that help with your task management, that you need to do and kind of automate things where you have to do less things manually, you're essentially still spending the same amount of time you would, but not spending that amount of time. So I know that's contradicting. You're like, how am I spending the same amount of time without spending it is you are still fulfilling all of your tasks that are taking time, but you are not doing it yourself. The systems you put in place are taking the time to do it. You can now, as those tasks are being handled, you can now actually do other tasks. So while those emails are going out and you're monitoring them, you just kind of see them in your out box, you could be on a call with a, a potential client, on a call, um, you know, pitching, whatever else you're doing, presenting, doing anything else while those tasks are being managed by the automation. So that comes with that organization with the task management. When it comes to my calendar as well as um, my planner, I put due dates and everything in there. And also I allow myself to create a schedule where I'm batching, um, certain tasks. So some people can, some people can do it. Some people can't. This is how I do it just because it allows me to get things done a whole lot faster, um, and get things planned out ahead of time. So with my blog business, I have to, uh, create podcast episodes such as what I'm doing now as you're as obviously this was recorded so you're hearing this but once upon a time I had to sit down and I had to record this so to do that I have to edit blog posts I have to make sure that the deliverables for all of my um my partnerships are being done I have to photo edit I have to write I have to caption I have to monitor analytics I have to make sure I'm engaging on social media I'm recording videos for YouTube so on and so forth there are so many things that need to be done in one week just as this business so what I do is I actually back batch tasks on certain days and what I mean by batching tasks is you are doing one simple task on that task list that you may have those bigger tasks all on one day that will allow you to create content or create work or finish work over an extended period of time. So for example, I'll give you a couple of things I do, how I batch tasks. On Mondays, what I essentially do is Monday is my writing day. So on that day is the day I sit down and I write out all my blog posts. I write out any captions that need to be have captions for them. So if I have blog posts and I know I'm gonna share an image on Instagram from the blog post, I'll also write that caption so I can copy and paste it later when the blog post goes live. I will also write out any other content. I will draft emails so that I can just actually set them up to schedule throughout the week. So all of that is a writing day. Then on Tuesday, Tuesday will be my photo editing day. So on that day is I'm editing photos for any posts that may be coming and getting all of that done and then so on and so forth. So as I'm doing those batch tasks, so for example, going back to the blog post, the writing day, I may be writing blog like five or six blog posts on just one day so that the blog posts actually go live for the next two or three weeks. So then the next week, I'm just always ahead. I'm always ahead and then it actually gives me back time. So at a certain point, if I really have no partnerships going on or on my blog posts, I'm so ahead of them that I can just focus on doing other tasks. I can essentially get that time back in my day and go do other things, have other self-care moments or just do something random for the day. 
The other thing when it comes to working two full-time jobs is getting people involved. So as I'm saying, I am employed by different, um, a different business as well as employed by myself. So when it comes to working my day job, I work remotely at home, which makes things a lot easier. Um, for those who you know work outside, I did this as well too. When I was a teacher, obviously I was doing those things. I was committing certain times to certain jobs. So during the, uh, the teaching day, when it, I got up, I went to work from that 7.30 to about three o'clock. That's when I made sure I used my time wisely during the school day. So when it came to planning, for my school day, I planned ahead, my lesson plans. I did any um, things that I could do, uh, make them 21st century, such as online tests where they were graded themselves. I could do that. If you're self-grading, you're making sure you're scheduling that time we're gonna do grading. Batch those tasks. I did that a lot. When it came to grading papers, I tried to grade papers on certain days and they just got done. And I always told my students ahead of time when things would be done, setting those expectations. So if I assigned a paper that um, was due on July 1st. By the end of the month, they would be graded. So I would actually make sure that, okay, if I'm gonna do this over a number of four weeks, I'm going to set a goal to get this many done on each date so that I'm finished by those dates. And it made things a lot easier. Also, like, like I said, set expectations. I told my students if I allowed them a month and a half to write the papers and they're just writing one paper, they should allow me a month and a half to grade all of them because I'm grading multiple. So that kind of goes both ways. Even with yourself, if you're running your own business, set your own expectations, set your own due dates, and set your own goals. You have to get rid of that procrastination. We all have it, but it's about getting, you know, letting everyone help you, get them involved, setting expectations, communication. More along with getting people involved is in my blog business, when it comes to photography, when it comes to taking those photos, when it comes to experiences, my family joins with me. Get people involved as I see fit. Obviously, you see a lot of influencers will go on trips. I try to make sure my family goes on trips, so while I'm working, we're also spending time together. My husband is actually my photographer, so instead of him going off and you know, kind of letting me have another photographer and outsourcing, we actually made a commitment to invest in our own selves so he can get involved. He did a little bit of studying, and then he became self-taught so that we could essentially be spending time together while we're still working and we have fun moments it's not all work it's mostly play we get work done while we're playing so try to get your family involved if you do have family so i know i covered a lot just in that little blurb so before after task management we talked about getting people involved as well as setting expectations so i want to come back around to that setting expectations when you are setting expectations for yourself make them reasonable and if you're setting expectations for the business you are working for, so not the business you're employed, but who you're working for. Again, coming back to what I said earlier, communicate that. The job that I have now, when a task is given to me, they, I have them always, I always tell them that if it's a task, it's gonna take some time, they have to allow me that time, and they have to also realize the other tasks that are on my plate. So by setting reasonable due dates of when I will get things done um, and making sure that if a task is given to you that is urgent, that they are now, um, also knowing that the task they had given me before that, that I'm now switching priorities is going to be pushed back. So if I'm giving a task to write up a legal document on Tuesday, but, but on Monday they had given me a task to create a blog post in marketing, and I told them, oh, the blog post would be ready 
on Wednesday. Well, now that they've prioritized those legal documents on Tuesday, I can now say, okay, well, I'm going to get the legal documents done to you today, but do know that the, the blog post I, I was promised to you that on Wednesday is now going to be pushed back to Thursday. Just communicate that. I found that many businesses and many people and employers, they actually appreciate the communication more of just having things given to them that are half done, they're not up to par, and letting them know that, you know, I'm not, not doing my job. I am just being strategic in the tasks that are created. It's going to take some time, it's going to take some effort, and there will be moments of frustration. I don't want to sit there and say that none of this is going to be frustrating, none of it's going to be hard, but you will get there. I'm successfully working both of these jobs full time, and I do say there are moments where not everything gets done. I have frustrating moments, there are days where I feel like I'm not spending as much time with my family as they should be, but I always rebound. You'll have those moments, you'll have those doubts, but things will play out in the long run and you have to take those moments as learning moments. Why did I not have enough time to get this done? What in the week went wrong? Did I allow this to go wrong? Was it an outside factor? Was it internal? What can I do? How can I fix this for next time? Why didn't I spend time with my family? Was it because I decided to be lackadaisical at a certain point where I just laid around and didn't get done what I was supposed to get done, which meant that I shortened my time that I could get done so that I lost time with my family. So you have to sit there and take those moments as learning moments, take them in, realize them, learn from them, and change it for the next time. You will make it work. You have to find your own flow. You have to find your own things to do. And if it's not for you, I'm not saying you have to do it. Find out what's comfortable for you. I'm comfortable in working these two jobs. But again, like I said, down the road, I, you may may talk to me years after this podcast has happened and or was originally recorded and I'm going, you know what, I switched and now I'm just working my blog full business or I dropped my blog um, business and I went and just worked for the other company full time. It just depends. Some people even do it where they have their blog business or their online business as it's flourishing and it's growing and growing to have that safety net, if they really want a safety net, they'll go and do a part-time job. Another thing you can do is if you're at the point where you're thinking about taking on your online business, your business itself as full-time, what a lot of people do in their in their day job is the job that they, they're working on, on you know, Monday through Friday, and not their blog business or their online business, what they'll actually do is save up six months of that income where they can pay themselves for six months following and then go off on their own, take a sabbatical, see if it can work. And if it works, then, then you continue with it or you don't. It's all about trying to find again what is comfortable for you. So these are some brief tips on how to work two full-time jobs. If you have any specific questions, you can always reach me on my blog, Living Lesh, or you can email me. I'm always willing to help and give you insight onto how I'm handling this. To me, this is my lux life. This is how I want to live it. I enjoy that safety net. It gives us more income so that we can save and invest in things we want to do. Let's us go to different um, international vacations. Let's us to provide things for our son and not have to worry about being suffocated by finances. But again, it may not be for you. That's just my lux life. So I hope you found some things useful in this episode and I hope to see you next time.